1: Now, Pat and I are not, I I would say, we're not food scientists per se, although I am a doctor and you run KexyCookies.com. Yes. uh, And so we're pretty qualified. uh, But we have made a discovery that we test tried today uh, from TheCakeGirl.com. It's cake in a cup. (laughs) It's a small business that... (laughs) We just tested it. I mean, I didn't want to. Did you want to eat all that Not cake? Not at all. Not at all. No. But we tested that today, and, and perhaps you should, too. Um, and speaking of small businesses that are struggling to make it, maybe you're in that boat. Or you're struggling to make the payments on your house because you are a landlord and own one house. What is the government doing How is this all affecting us and what is the real thought behind it oh we'll tell you today on today's podcast and bill o'reilly has great insight on governor cuomo and what's going on in new york all on today's podcast you're
0: listening to
2: the best of the glenn beck program.
1: I, I am your local anchor that has been doing the news here, here in your hometown for uh, quite some time, and uh, I've just been drinking just a little bit because I have to to be able to tell you uh, the the news. Uh, and there's a new Oregon, Oregon, the state underneath Washington. A ballot initiative that would criminalize hunting, hunting and and breeding livestock, even, 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 uh, 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 you know, when you spray the cockroaches, even that would be illegal under a ballot initiative backed by the Oregon animal animal rights activists and opposed by farmers. Uh, damn farmers the proposal I- initiative petish pethe of uh number 13 would lift virtually all exemptions to state laws related to anim- animal abuse neglect and and sexual assault the vast majority would sounds like a good idea would 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 ban common farming practices uh such as artificial insemination i don't want to be one of those guys and used in targeted breeding and killing animals for meat in 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 addition ip13 would further restrict hunting fishing trapping and and in and in and, in and, and, and hurting an animal, in, in, in intentionally, uh, that that would uh, also ban uh, research labs from experimenting on n- non-human mammals. So, uh, or is it okay to experiment on humans? Uh, non-human mammals, birds, fish, reptiles, and, 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 and fish that walk around. All the activities uh, listed would carry criminal penalties. Uh, the organizers say that uh, the state's $5.7 billion farming industry would just have to adjust to the laws accordingly. In other news, President Joe Biden took a jab at one of his foremost critics and perspe, uh, pers- uh, uh, and somebody wants to run for president in 2024, Ron DeSantis, passing off as if he didn't recognize who the, who the Republican governor was. Uh, Biden responded Thursday when asked uh, about the recent comments DeSantis made about battling the federal government's COVID-19 strategy he said my response is uh Governor who which I mean the man doesn't know the difference between his sister and his lovely wife uh, Jill which i'm thinking might be a little bit awkward honey i wasn't cheating on you with your sister i thought it was you and and that's and that's all the news i could I, I could possibly muster today uh i have to tell you the oregon ballot if this doesn't make everyone want to move out of Oregon, what are you doing there what are you doing? They are destroying the state. You can't call pest control if this passes. You can't kill cockroaches. You can't trap rats. <laughs> uh, it's from the same city that has allowed absolute anarchy. No, but This is for the whole state. Yeah, that's true. This is for the whole state. True. And now some you of the know state why. Pretty fu- conservative too. I know that's why half of the state wants to join Idaho. Yeah. And I, as an as an Idaho part time resident, so i I don't want to speak for Idahoans. Uh, but <laughs> is that how you? As uh, I don't want to speak for them. But I, the more the merrier. The more people who understand freedom, mm. the more the merry. If you understand freedom, please move to Idaho. If you uh, if you understand freedom and are willing to stand for it and not like, oh, I, I we all love the Constitution. But but, you know, but I mean, there are things. No, no. Move to Texas. Move to Texas. If you don't get the hell out of here, get out of here. You already have all those crappy states that you have destroyed. Go fix Those. We could, but you won't listen to us. So go fix those. Make those your utopia. Have you noticed they have all of the good places? Have you noticed? I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, conservative cities are crappy, but they the 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 progressives move in and they move into places like Jackson Hole and then they just destroy it. Destroy it. Well, we've got to have our skiing lodge and it's just so beautiful and natural here we need to make sure that it's preserved that way meanwhile because you're preserving it you're burning the damn state down have you mm. seen what is happening in california with the water situation no okay they haven't built a new dam or a new reservoir oh, since a long like time. 1972 yeah okay mm-hmm. they won't do it <laughs> we're not going to dam the rivers um lovey so they have no water now they're in a drought now what is their electricity what is the electricity that they all love hydroelectric but if you're not building dams you're not getting hydroelectric power and if it's not raining you don't have water to fill up to run the hydroelectric plant they don't have enough water They think Mm. they may have to shut down all of the hydroelectric plants because of the drought. Uh, You're not having Mm. rolling brownouts. You're you're not going to have power. You're not going to have power. You're not supposed to run generators. For days and weeks on end. Oh, yeah. They won't have power. Oh, welcome to Venezuela. Welcome to Venezuela and California. All you people who have voted for all of this nonsense and bullcrap this whole time. You deserve it. You deserve every bit of it. Every bit of it. You think we deserve covid because uh, Texas isn't masking up? No. You know what? We, we actually believe that man is built to survive. Man is built to survive. Did you see the latest study? The latest study shows that people who have had it have a better immune system than those who are taking the vaccine. But you're never going to hear that. You have more defense if you've had it. It's why people had yes. chicken pox parties. Your natural immunity is much better. No, not on this one. No, 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 not on this one. Oh, it's, it's that way on everything. Everything. Except this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So See, you're saying that we're actually, you know, the people who have had the vaccine um, you know, good for them. I'm glad they had it. I I would take the vaccine, possibly, if it wasn't uh, if I didn't already, already have it. it. I had a bad bad bout of it. I I'm pretty sure my body has the antibodies now that I need. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm I'm sorry. I, I I I'm not doing your little vaccine thing, but I believe in nature. You know, and by the way, let me just say this. Uh, 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 My, uh, uh, my body, my choice. (laughs) Not with this. No, not with this. Oh, because your choice is affecting me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's not affecting the little baby inside of you. Exactly. My body, my choice. Except when... You know, the government wants to put stuff into you. Can you imagine if we go for this this mandatory vaccine and we have vaccine passports, America, dear God almighty, you will deserve everything you get if you go for the if you go for the vaccine um, uh, mandate and passports, you will deserve the dystopian future do you know what we have taught this government we have taught this government that we in fact let me just say this we've taught them that we're sheep we have taught them that they can do anything to us and we will abide you know when the when uh the when fema was first around and the federal government, before the, it was named FEMA, the federal government tried to come into a, to a state. I, it was one of the southern states. And they were coming with all the rescue trucks and everything else because there was a bad hurricane. And they were coming into the trucks. The people of the state met the government trucks at the border with shotguns and said, turn your trucks around. We don't need, nor do we want your help. You know what happened? They fixed it. Uh, Oh, by the way, another one, when they were first voting on giving federal aid to a state, the state of Texas, because of a hurricane, Texas went crazy and said, "We we don't want your aid. Everybody's like, oh, we've got to hate them. We, the poor Texans, they're not going to be able to handle it. You know what happened? The private sector raised more money than the government was ever thinking about doing. We are losing everything about us that makes us different. This is the best of the Glenbeck Program. Mr. Bill O'Reilly is here from BillOReilly.com, the author of Killing the Mob. Hello, Bill O'Reilly.
2: How are you, sir? I have a question for the Glenn Beck program. Yes. So I think you should bring back the English lady who used to say, this is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. I like her better than the robot guy. That's just my suggestion. <laughs>
1: Well, I haven't had that opinion uh, from anyone because you know other people are paying attention to things that might be slightly more important. But I will jot that down. Yeah, we will me. bring the English I, I, bo- English woman back. I'm
2: a detail guy. I like the English woman because it has this masterpiece theater aura. Of well, it, that's you know?
1: what we're all about here. Uh, so yeah. uh, this uh, this portion of the program underwritten by the Ford Foundation. Um, Bill. <laughs> uh what was the big story of the week
2: Cuomo Cuomo's the big story because it's not being reported um accurately as usual and and you know COVID but we talked about COVID last Friday in great detail not a lot has changed on that front so um the Cuomo story uh I think is uh something people should pay attention to even if you've never been to new york state and never intend to come here which might be a good plan by Right? The yes out.
1: i mean this is a guy okay, who's born so- in new york it's wild to hear you say stuff like that honestly bill you have been around these guys for a very very long time i m- my thesis is is that andrew cuomo is very much in a way harvey weinstein in this way Everybody knew it. Everybody knew he was vindictive. Everyone knew he was nasty, and everyone knew that he was a, a predator. And nobody wanted to say anything I, because not, they were afraid of him.
2: I'm not sure that is fair. Uh, okay. I wouldn't make the Weinstein comparison to that.
1: Well, I don't um, mean I don't mean in in gravity of
2: crime. Yes, I mean look, but the most important part of this is not, um what the allegations are that might become the most important part when the courts kick in, but it's thought nasty hardball politics yes. that not only take place in New York state, but in every state and certainly in the federal government. So let me just lay this out to you. <clears throat> Andrew Cuomo was the most powerful man in New York for 12 years by far. He was a dictator. He was like Huey Long. Mm -hmm. In Louisiana. He controlled the legislature. He controlled everything. And as you rightly described him, he's a nasty piece of work. Okay. And if you got on his wrong side, he would try to hurt you. So that's all true. But somewhere along the line, the progressive left in New York, which has been gaining power for the last three or four years, decided that he wasn't progressive left enough. Mm. And they want Letitia James, the attorney general, to be governor. So the only way that could happen is if you get Cuomo out of the way, because Cuomo is going to run for a fourth term. So you've got to destroy him if you want Letitia James, who is way to the left of Cuomo, if you can even imagine that. So Letitia James is the attorney general, and then presto, all of a sudden, all of these people come out, and they're saying Andrew Cuomo did this, did that, did this, did that, bum bum ba bum ba bum. And who's placed in charge of the investigation? Letitia James.
1: Okay, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, a minute. Wait, 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 wait. So are you saying these are trumped up charges? I'm not. No, no, I'm not. Okay.
2: I'm not, and I don't. I would never even get into that because I have no blanket idea. Okay. And neither does anybody else, by the way. We will have an idea when there is court hearings and if there is an impeachment. Okay. All right? But the structure is Cuomo's got to go. And as, again, you rightly pointed out, there were whispers all over the place that he was... uh, Not a good guy. Yeah, and that he he was taking advantage of his power to Mm -hmm. set up his dating life or whatever you want to say those rumors were around so what should have happened in a honest state is that it should have been investigated absolutely but not by letitia james not by the person who wants to take his job it should have been the attorney general of the state of new york says i'm appointing somebody from outside government to do this investigation and there's going to be due process and the governor's going to have his attorneys present whatever he wants to present.
1: Well, but isn't, isn't that the way, wait, 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 isn't that the job of the attorney general? Yeah, but she didn't do it. She says, I'll
2: investigate.
1: No, I know, but she isn't deployed, I mean, and she can, can, person, can she? Can she what? If she can do that as attorney general. She can take that on. Of
2: course she, can. Of course she could. And then if, if the independent person came back and it had to be somebody outside of New York State, by the way. nobody, No ties to the state. Um, and said, look, X, Y, and Z. Then we would have less intrigue, and we would have less politics in this situation. The second really important part of the story is that Cuomo is going to take everybody down with him. Uh-huh. All right? He so is that kind, kind of guy. Understand. The three most corrupt states in the Union are Illinois, number one, California, number two, and that governor, I believe, is going to be recalled on September 13th, and New York State, number three. These are like organized crime families. They're run by, like, the mob, and who knows more about the mob than me, Beck? No one. (laughs) I will tell you this.
1: I will tell you this. Uh, It is interesting uh, and I would put Michigan on that list. These are all these are all states that have been run by Democratic progressives and socialists forever,
2: forever. That's right. And you can throw Michigan in, but they do, it doesn't rise to Illinois, New York and California. So
1: what is this going to mean uh, to New York? What what is he going to throw out?
2: Uh, he has stuff. On everybody, and right now his battery of attorneys is basically going over what they are going to put forth to the public. That's what's happening now. So he's basically going to send a message to the legislature: if you impeach me, then this is what we're going to put out about all of you people. You've been He's been in office for 12 years. Yeah. Okay? He knows. So everybody's going to die. And, and see, this is not reported anywhere back. Number one, the investigation and how it should not have been that way has not been reported. And number two, the consequences of going after Cuomo and destroying him, because at this point, Cuomo has nothing to lose. He's not going to quit. He's not going to admit any wrongdoing. He's not. Okay. Okay. He's going to say, "All right, you want to tango? We're going to tango." So that's what happens? Do, do they do they do they tango? Oh, Here is what happens. Here is what happens. Okay, there are four district attorneys now, and this is really interesting. So, Letitia James, the attorney general in New York, comes out and says Cuomo broke the law, committed a criminal act, and that's all centered around the female state trooper. Yeah. Which accused Cuomo of whatever. Yeah. Okay. That's a serious person. And I'm not saying the others aren't serious, but that's his main problem. Yeah. The female state trooper. So James says, um, he committed crimes. He committed crimes. And, uh, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to indict him though. Why? We're not going to charge him. Why? Well, wait, wait, wait. If he committed a crime, or you believe you have evidence that he did, why are you not going to prosecute him? Right. Does that make any sense to anybody?
1: It does in today's world, but not in any just uh, society.
2: I got you. But I'm just going down the corruption meter here. Right. I'm going down the corruption meter. So she farms it out to four district attorneys, four different people. You do it. You investigated the criminal thing. I'm not going to do it because I want to run for governor, and I don't want to be involved in this while I'm running for governor. You see what I'm talking about? Uh All right. So you got four guys, including the uh, unbelievable corrupt Cy Vance in Manhattan, okay, investigating Cuomo on criminal charges. If they have it, if they have it, all right, then Cuomo might have to make a deal. I'll leave if you don't, if you don't expose yeah. criminal. Yeah. That's the only way he gets out of there without a bloodbath as far as an exposition of, well, you think I'm bad? Look at this one. Look at that one. Look at this. And so that's possible that he'd make a deal because he doesn't want to go to a criminal trial. But believe me when I tell you, Andrew Cuomo will take this into civil court all day long all day long and you'll have these uh, one after another after another after another now the impeachment's another thing but uh, don't be surprised if uh all of a sudden the new york legislature says well well maybe we're not gonna do it because he's only there for another year let the people decide and the reason that i picked this on your program is the most important story of the week Okay, sorry. Hold on. No
1: oh, vicious, vicious dog. She will take your ankles and the tops of your feet down. I'm you never try to get close to Bill O'Reilly. You there, Bill?
2: Yes, I'm here.
1: All right. The I'm reason why you picked this story is himself. why.
2: The Terra dog is so upset about Andrew Cuomo. I know, I know. That, you know, she just heard our discussion, and she's appalled because she lives in New York State, too. I know, she's a taxpaying dog. Yeah, yeah, and so she's here. Holly, come in here and keep quiet. Okay, we're going to take care of Governor Cuomo. Don't worry; she's very, very worried. Uh, so but anyway, I want I, I want your national audience and international audience to understand the level of corruption in this country on the political on the political side. I mean, it, it's just staggering, and nobody reports it. You know, I read this in the New York Times. You don't see any of this. And the reason I can tell you this with certainty is, as you pointed out, I've been covering New York for decades. I know all these people. And I know what's going on here. This is the best of the Glenn Beck
1: program. So yesterday, one of our own, Ali Beth Stuckey, Was talking about uh, the uh, Olympics and Laura Hubbard, who's the guy who is competing on the women's Olympic team. And she wrote, Laura Hubbard failing at the event doesn't make his inclusion fair. He's still a man and men shouldn't compete against women in weightlifting. Well, she was put into Twitter jail because she was violating the rules against hateful conduct. Uh, Promoting violence and threatening and harassing people basis of race or ethnicity, ethnicity national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, blah, 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 blah. Um, Well, I uh, I would like to challenge you because this is. If you don't push back now, if you're not willing to speak the truth because of, oh, no, Twitter jail, you're not going to speak the truth. And uh, and Allie does business and Twitter is important to her and Twitter is important to me as a business person, but not more important than the truth. So I just tweeted two things and I invite you to retweet them or tweet them yourself. Anyone who acts with hate and violence to lies or truth, I reject. I stand with Allie. On Laura Hubbard, hashtag Laura Hubbard. Biology is clear. It isn't hate, it is science that states he is and always will be a man. I will call him Laura to be nice, but scientifically, he's a man. And I also tweeted because this is happening up in Harvard with a professor up there, a guest lecturer, Carol Hooven. Uh, she refuses to uh, say, you know, other genders. She's like, you're a man or a woman? I reject hate and violence and embrace kindness and the individual's right to be who they are. But I also stand with Harvard's Carol Hooven, biologically, scientifically, men are men, women are women. And that's the biological reality. Hashtag follow the science. Uh, I would love for you to um, retweet these or just make them your own words. And if you're afraid to go into Twitter jail Imagine how afraid you will be when things really get tough and they're talking about real jail for speaking the truth. Uh, I invite you to do that today. Exercise your courage today. Allie is on with us now. Hi, Allie. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. How are you, Glenn?
1: So were you surprised by this or did you see this coming?
0: was a little surprised because I've said stuff like this before. This is an issue I care about. My goal is not to be purposely controversial. It's certainly not to purposely offend anyone or hurt anyone's feelings. It's just to state a fact, which I think is important uh when you are talking about the fairness, the protection and safety and the rights of girls and women. And that's something that's really important to me.
1: Well I think it's you know, I I've said this story a million times, but it it is so true. I talked to one of the righteous among the nations, one of the women who saved over 100 Jews. And she told me, basically, you cannot participate in the lie. You you right. you don't suddenly become a superhero. You just refuse to participate in any of the lies. And they are moving us closer and closer to the to the edge. And. Every time we refuse to say, no, that's not true. I don't hate you. I'm not going to fight you. Um, but it's not true.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And I, I think that conservatives, obviously, we have a hard time with this because People on the other side are controlling all these major institutions, and while it's not being put in actual jail yet that we have to worry about, some people do depend on outlets like Twitter to make money to get their voice out there. So I understand absolutely the fear, and maybe a few years ago I would have said, you know, pull back on some of your speech, but I just think that we are in such... Um, an important moment right now uh, that courage is maybe more necessary than it's been in a really long time in the United States. And just saying that which is objectively true.
1: I mean, you think of people who uh, went to war all throughout our history for for whatever reason. They went to war, they lost a limb, they can't walk, they lost their mind, they lost their life, whatever it is. The blood and sacrifice that all of those people made— and we're too cowardice to actually speak biological scientific truth. Wow, what a waste of lives!
0: Right, and it, it, it's little things that I think that we acquiesce on that we think uh, you know aren't that big of a deal. Like you said, you know, calling someone by the name that they now have—that's that's fine. But I, as as long as I can and as much as i can when appropriate i am going to use the pronouns that correspond with someone's biological sex i don't do that to be hateful at all i i I don't want to be controversial in that respect but if i am committed to not living by lies if i am committed to speaking that which is true and not giving in to the absurdity then i do have to be careful about the things i say and making sure that i'm in alignment in alignment with that Mm. which it's true.
1: See, I've always I've always referred to Bruce Jenner as Caitlyn Jenner and right. to his yeah. to his face. I, I would be saying, you know, I don't the idea that Bruce Jenner, a hero of mine growing up, um, was living in this. Oh, my gosh, this dystopian view in life that he had that miserable. If this is what makes him happy. I'm fine. I'm not going to participate in it. But you know, I'd call you Caitlyn Jenner, and you know, uh, you know, she, and etc. etc. Cetera, et cetera, when I'm there. But if I if I'm having to tell my kids, if I'm having to go to the hospital, if I'm having to talk about science, no, right. it's a dude. It's a dude. Is there a line there where we can we can be truly um, uh, kind? and gracious and go the extra mile for people like like Caitlyn Jenner without participating in the lie
0: yeah, I think that you draw a really good line there. Obviously, it's difficult and people kind of have to make their own decisions. But if our goal is to speak the truth in love, which I think it always should be, that means that if I am talking to someone, no matter how they identify, I'm going to go out of my way to be kind to them. I'm not going to purposely make them uncomfortable. But if that also requires me to just say explicitly, look, I believe you're amazing in the image of God and have incredible value and that, you know, I want you to have a happy and whole life. Here's where I stand, though, on biological sex, and this is what I believe, and I, I, I'm not saying that to be hateful, and I want to be your friend, and, you know, I consider you my neighbor that Jesus calls me to love, but look, I, I also believe that biology matters, that sex differences matter, and maybe it's just being that explicit and that open about what we believe. Um, maybe that is the way that we can be both honest and loving. So I think that drawing the line too, as you said, between public and private, um, depending on the context that we're in and depending on what we're talking about it, how we're talking about it, um, I think that makes a difference in kind of the language that you use surrounding this kind of transgender issue.
1: Allie Bestucki, thank you so much. By the way, you're out of Twitter jail. Did I'm you,
0: out of Twitter jail. I'm free. I'm a free woman.
1: Okay. did you Did you have to retract your tweet?
0: Well, I had to, they make you delete the tweets that they say violated their rules in order to get back in. Now, I've said basically the same thing a thousand times in a different, you know, in a thousand different ways. Um, But those two tweets, they did make me delete in order to be able to tweet again so i don't know how long i'll last on the app though because they said that i could be suspended forever if i keep if i keep saying uh that biological fact
1: your first tweet was good morning i'm out of twitter jail men are still men thank you
0: so (laughs) yeah yeah. all right
1: Allie, thank you very much i appreciate it god bless so again i just tweeted i i don't know if i'll go to twitter jail is anything what what was it that they said about her that uh it violated the rules against hateful conduct. You may not promote violence against, threaten, or harass other people on the races of base, ethnic, ethnicity, national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, religious affiliation, age, disability, or serious disease. Okay.
2: And her original post didn't do any of that. Didn't
1: do any of that. Promoting violence? No, <laughs> it's it ridiculous. Didn't. So, So what I just tweeted does that. I mean, that, that states clearly... Anyone who acts with hate and violence to lies or truth, I reject. I stand with Ali on Laura Hubbard. Biology is clear. It isn't hate. It is science that states he still is and always will be a man. I will call him Laura to be nice, but scientifically, he's a man. Uh, I, reject, uh, I reject hate and violence and embrace kindness and the individual's right to be who they are. I also stand with Harvard's Carol Hooven. biologically, scientifically, men are men, women are women. That's the biological reality. Hashtag follow the science. Two tweets. Do I make it through the day? Why the hatred? Yeah. And there's no hatred. And I'm not trying to be controversial. I I don't think you do. I, I, I urge you to go look at my tweet. You don't have to retweet mine. Go look at your tweet. Go to your tweet. Look at mine and copy it verbatim. And you say it. I mean, it mm-hmm. is time to push back and it is time to stand when the science is clearly on your side. Isn't that the best way to push back? Isn't that the time well, to push we back? Are always told every single day we follow the science. We so follow we. the
2: science. That's we follow the science.
1: Well, we're following the science. It's all, I'm following the science. And no problem. You just don't like this island. The so, science anymore. Correct. You don't like it. Correct. And, you know, the same with the science of, of uh, COVID. Yeah. If you have not had COVID and you had a vaccine, I had COVID. Studies show that I am I have stronger antibodies against COVID than you do. Mm-hmm. That's a scientific fact. Why I can't say that, I don't know. But it's a scientific fact. You know, you get you get a vaccine and you're going to be safe from COVID. No, science is showing now that about 35 percent of those who had the vaccine or have the vaccine are getting COVID again. Mm-hmm. OK. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't make the vaccine um You know, bad. It doesn't make it, you know, completely worthless. It's just a fact.